0: Hey, Jason Rice here, lot party, quick tip. Now this one, a little bit different, but not. And I'm going to kind of pull again up on the other screen here, trying to pull up the live feed. That way I know if anybody's chiming in here, it'd be great. Put your comments in. I'd like to answer anybody's questions. Uh, We're going through some changes right now through the auto industry and um matter of fact we're going through some changes here at We're doing a, getting another i.t uh person in and i was doing an interview and that's what kind of brought this up um we're talking through the interview and uh you know one of the funny uh, sayings we have here it's a jokingly i i, I say to employees and they, again it's a joke and we, we i was talking about even putting it as a mural on our walls is you're replaceable and uh you know that saying um you know internally you know we say it as a, eternally as a joke um but and in, in actuality when i was doing the interview with the guy you know it's it's actually a good thing and um because here's the thing what's up ray nathan um we were talking of the fact that you know, the people I and mean, a lot of times, and this is where it becomes specific used car management, but I'm talking to managers and dealers alike. Um, one of the things I've really strived to do w- with the company is try to not to m- make it about me. And obviously I'm the face and I'm doing a lot of uh, videos and stuff out here. But my point is, is I should be able to disappear and for a month, two months, and the company still run self-sufficient, that means if, if I can create an atmosphere where um, I'm not hoarding all the data, I'm not hoarding all the processes, I'm not overmanaging and making sure everything gets ran through me and micromanaging and stuff, um, I, I've got to let my people that run their departments, i got to let my people that do uh, weekly calls with our dealerships be able to, to run the ship. And if they can't do things and make decisions and and do the right things for the company, then I hired the wrong people. Shame on me. And um, so, as a used car manager, sometimes, you know, if you go away for a vacation for a week or two, matter of fact, uh, Steve from, uh, one of our dealerships, uh, I got, I sent him an email and it was the wrong numbers or wrong information in that email. And he emailed me back and said, dude, I just got back on vacation. You gave me a heart attack. And what happens is a lot of times as managers at dealerships, when we end up leaving the store or as a dealer, if you have an employee who's sick, uh, maybe hospitalized for weeks or something, that person missing impacts sales so much because... So many people are relying on that person. If you're a manager at a store that's hoarding things, that won't let people know, that's worried about your job security. So, um, you know, you make sure that, you know, you keep certain information. um, You know, if you keep certain information uh, that the dealer can't fire you or get rid of you. I was an internet director for the longest time and i always felt that way as far as job security because i had all the accesses to the websites the crms i knew the processes and and so i was always cocky to the fact that going they can't get rid of me because they ain't going to know how to do none of this stuff they don't have the access they don't know but but in reality in hindsight that's that's a bad thing you know um as a manager as a team leader as a owner, as a manager, you shouldn't be worried about that. You should be able to position that dealership, that department, that company um, to be able to be self-sufficient. Because if not, if if something, God forbid, happens to me tomorrow, I believe the company will still be able to continue and go strong. And if I'm a used car manager and I leave for a week on vacation, I shouldn't have to sweat it. I should be able to come back and, and nothing was missed. That doesn't make you non voluble to the dealership that makes you actually more valuable because you've put in place and processes in place that make your dealership successful you become more valuable um all everybody on my team um again we're switching it people and um the the person that's working at department now has been great and was a blessing and 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 now we're transitioning but that person also understands his value in, in, in the communication, what we're going to do with that transition. And that's how this talk came up, you know, again, internally, we talk about, Hey, you're replaceable as a joke. Okay. You know, um, but that's actually a good thing. If there's processes put in place as a business owner, as a dealer, as a manager, there's processes put in place that you're staying on top of that. You, uh, create it and, and distribute it to other people to manage. Um, But yet it's your creation and those things that you've been able to tweak and you can step away for a week, two weeks, a month and things aren't being impacted, that becomes, you become more valuable in my eyes to the company because you're you're now a team player and not somebody who's being selfish, hoarding things and so forth. And Jim chimed in, yeah, I did the right, uh, I hired the right person with Pam. Uh, I mean, again, our team, if you take a look at our team, we got nine people that do phone calls and stuff with our dealerships. And that's a 30 year average uh, experience there. And then my data team and everybody there, I mean, when they come in, I, it's, it's amazing when I sit and listen to the Um, conversations and meetings that happens between my team leaders and my department uh, managers and how even the team leaders and even the data people are looking out for our dealers and our company. And, And that's a huge blessing. But again, it came to the point where I had to let go. I had to train one person how to do certain things and then let that go. And then we grew to the point that that person became a department manager. And they had to hire people and now we have team leaders and data people and so um they had to let a lot of things go and so i know again to the point where if i'm replaceable i should be because if i do then things are going to fail as a dealer as a used car manager you should be positioning and working so hard to position that dealership up because what it allows you to do is be, then focus and be more successful in other areas by myself Free me up from that I have the ability now to focus more on marketing and strategies and conferences and travel and, and 20 groups and, and do other things to allow us to grow. If I was so tied up in all these things that really i'm trying to hoard and and not give up because i want control of my company or my department or whatever it doesn't allow me to grow and same as a used car manager if you can uh, allocate and push things as far as turnaround time or auctions and and bidding and transportation and and appraisals and service drive all those things that you're doing as a used car manager or inventory manager or desk manager um, if you can streamline that and that allows you to be more efficient in other areas to help your dealership grow and so again i just did an interview the other day i thought it would be a good uh, topic and the other thing that i'm gonna turn a 180 here and let's start talking about the industry right now and uh, one of the things i wanted to bring up is like auctions and uh, i was on one of my dealers calls today uh yesterday and um we started talking about acquisition and buying cars and the struggle that everybody's having right now and with the fact it, it, it was a couple of months ago you know we've always preached to dealers you know expand your 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 wings when it comes to trying to bid and buy cars don't just look at a couple auctions look at dozens of auctions to be able to uh, be able to find cars that you need to buy dollars that you need buying for now and that worked you know, um, and that allowed dealerships to buy cars, transport them and everything. Uh, but now that's becoming an issue because of transportation um, days and weeks, uh, not only uh transport companies uh have to deal with people being out on covid and or and sick uh, but there's regulations now that only allow them to drive a certain amount of hours a day i believe it's like eight hours a day so they can't drive for 12 hours and and make a, a, a trip a lot quicker but you know one a 12 hour trip becomes a day and a half now but also again we've had some insight um we had a transport Company that's friends with one of our reps, and you know, he said it used to. They used to be able to get in and out in about an hour, load up cars. Now it's taking two or three times longer because they had to unbury cars at the auction. This was a couple months ago. So not only is it taking more time to get these cars, and, and, and the fact that a lot of auctions don't have personnel there, you know, you might have a longer time to load. Uh, they uh, they might have longer time to load, and then less time to be on the road, and and. And then the costs are going up and so, you know, I always preach that the auction was a well, your retail sales is a local market regional at best. And what I mean by that, the cars you're selling off your lot as a retail unit you're more than likely gonna get a local customer within an hour, but regional at best, maybe two, three, four hours. If it's the right car for somebody and they have to have that car, they might travel three or four hours. So local regional at best. But when it came to auction, it was a national and or global market. Because uh, again, Dealers up in New York were buying in Texas, people in Florida are buying up in Michigan, Michigan people are buying up in Canada, people from Russia are buying in the States and shipping them over, you know, there's, so the, the auction was and still is, I mean, a, 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 a national and global market, because so it used to be what you bought in your market i'm in kansas city if i went to kansas city auction what i bought there was my market i used to go to lane pay up those dealers that were there at the lane with me buying typically were in my market more times than not and you know that was kind of what was going on in the wholesale in my market was kind of reflection on the retail in my market Uh, but now with uh, the internet and people bidding and transporting and finding cars over the past 10 plus years you know it became more and more of a, a national market just because a car sells at the lane at this in, in my market at kansas city for this much doesn't mean i could sell it for this much in my market because that that price could have been driven up by somebody in new york where it was worth more here's the thing though with all this transportation problems i think dealers are becoming more of a local wholesale market so the wholesale is becoming local again because um, at least the majority of dealers if it's not uh the fact of how much it cost uh for the transportation costs now instead of spending whatever to get the car transport now it's almost twice as much or a third as much it's the time that it takes and, and so dealers needs need the cars now and don't have a week or two or five or seven, 10, 14 days to get the car to them um, nick miller did a post on the used car group you know talking about transportation problems and dealers talking about it's been two weeks and i still don't have the car so uh, it's not just the added cost um, that we're seeing. It's not just the, the lack of as many drivers available. It's the, the and, and how much cars are going for, but it's also the time that it takes. We still want to factor all that stuff in. And maybe it is sometimes still better, especially as you get full truckloads and stuff. But it's becoming, instead of a national global market and wholesale, it's probably going to start getting tighter and tighter into a, Uh, regional local market there. Uh, The big guys are still going to be buying in all markets, um, but it's getting tricky out there. So uh, I I don't know if how that impacts you as a dealership, but I just, it's some insight that I think will probably affect us over the next three to six months as whatever happens, either things are going to get better or Things are starting to become the norm and we're just going to have to adjust and that's just how it is from here on. And if that's just how it is, again, don't be surprised if that local um, uh, auction becomes more regional and local. I don't know if that's helpful. Hopefully I kept it under 10 minutes. Um, Again, you're replaceable and sometimes that's a good thing if you do it right. And um, give me a call or email if you need anything. We are starting to add some auction data into our tool. Uh, Matter of fact, and we're looking at 60 day depreciation ratios, we can uh, actually uh, forecast uh, uh, the percentage of depreciation cars are taking um, uh, through MMR data. So we're going to be able to react to that auction data faster when it comes to pricing decisions and stuff. So in our stocking tool, we're getting a little bit of run list going and stuff. Again, we're not here to replace any other tools. It's just to be able to show if there's some available, use those tools to then go after them. Uh, and so, uh, but we want to make sure that dealers, were are kind of that added layer to your inventory management tool. We're looking at your lot as a whole, hence the name, Lot Pop. So if you want some help, some added layer to uh, you know your inventory management tool, you're already using, but a deeper dive into some of the datas and trends and things that we're looking at, go to www.lotpop.com, check it out. If you want some first 30 wristbands, just go to lotpop.com. There's a first 30 link there. Give me information, how many you want I'll send it to you free. We're also starting a lotpop 20 group sign up. I think we got 35 dealers signed up already. I haven't committed to who and what I'm going to, I'm going to run them. I'm going to probably allow myself up to three 20 groups that uh, pushing it. If there's 20 in each, that's 60, um, that I can handle on my own. So it's going to be an elite group different swag, a monthly call with me, weekly stats with your 20 group. Um, uh, every three months, a uh, meeting with the group, uh, and we're going to have some more information. Interested in that, go to lapop.com, go to products. You'll see uh lot pop 20 group and uh, get some information there. Uh, and then please subscribe to the YouTube channel. All these tips go on there. Like it, share it. Talk to you later. Hope this was helpful.